Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Now, Chris. Yes? We both have access to the Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads Twitter account. Yeah, the old tweeter. Yes, and you threw out on the old tweeter this afternoon, what are the dads going to talk about this week? Seriously, what? <laughs> well, it was meant as a joke. Okay. I know. I we, know. We always have some topics. We yeah. we always have our topics, and then yeah. we had we actually were talking earlier in the day about stuff to talk about as well. But uh, we did actually get a couple mentions, and one of them there had there was a bit of a back and forth conversation about it, and uh, that was uh, we had a request from Dan to talk about the NFL draft. Yes. So I don't know about you. What what is your NFL experience here? Uh, I am more of a CFL guy, right. and even then, I'm not much of a football guy. You're not a big in general. Guy. I like I like baseball and hockey. Those are my two. Right. Okay. Well, I don't think you know this about me, Chris, but I'm actually an enormous NFL fan. Oh, like, you are, eh? Like wow, I don't, this is this comes as a surprise to me. Yeah like. my my secret NFL bunker that I sit in. You can't see, but on the other side of the screen is my uh, my big. Packers jersey and Patriots mugs and all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know what, Dan? He requested, uh, you know, we talk about the, the NFL draft. And you know what? I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring my winner. And uh, my winner of the NFL draft this year is the, the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Cincinnati is a big winner because it landed uh, the face of its franchise at the most important position. Now, that's the quarterback. Now, it is the ultimate objective for any NFL team, as we know, to have a, a good quarterback. So beyond Joe Burrow, the team draft drafted wide receiver T Higgins and linebacker Logan Wilson on day two of the draft. Now this is key because how long did it take you to figure out that I'm reading this off of CBS sports? <laughs> I, I was convinced Mike. I was like, wow, he's got a secret fandom. I didn't know about. And the losers, the Packers, even though I have their jersey up here, the Packers did nothing for Aaron Rodgers in the first two days, I got to tell you. After <laughs> trading up for quarterback, jo- <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe we start like a sports podcast on the side, Mike. <laughs> Where I just read <laughs> CFLsports.com. Yeah. yeah. You can just start throwing out team names and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know... I- <laughs> What's another sports team? Giants. The New York, they're from New York, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of the Patriots, and I made a comment about the Patriots. In there. <laughs> but the Patriots are without Tom Brady. He got traded, Mike. Well, I don't know if he got traded or if he just switched re- teams. I don't. Know. I don't know. I thought he retired, but I apparently I don't pay that much. I know. <laughs> I remember seeing like betrayal of Tom yeah. Brady or something like this that. This might be the most sports we've ever talked in the what? What episode is this? Eighty three. This is eighty three. Eighty three. Eighty three. In eighty three episodes, this forty five second reading off of CBS. I feel like we've slightly talked more about curling in the past, but curling and, and hockey briefly. We've talked about hockey a little bit too. But yes, Dan, your request uh, talk about the NFL draft. That that seemed not up the alley of this show, but I, I wanted to honor your request because Chris was like, I would love to see Mike talk about talk about the NFL. So there you go. I I stole somebody else's thoughts and ideas regarding the NFL draft and tried to pass them off as my own for as long as I possibly could. But yes, there you go. 
request fulfilled. I, I was impressed, Mike. I'm genuinely impressed. Now he also gets two more wishes. So Dan, when you're <laughs> <laughs> after you hear this podcast, just but, throw out a couple more requests. But and, no wishing for more wishes. That's, that's not, right. Yeah, that's and you can't make fair. somebody fall in love with you either. I think that's another uh, another rule. <laughs> you can kill someone. We will kill for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right and now we're going to go run in hiding now that we've announced that but uh, yes definitely well you know for the right price right yeah but otherwise how are you doing sir oh i am i'm doing well mike i'm doing well we'll talk about uh, more serious stuff later but uh, ben is also is he's been busy he's been doing this hilarious thing mike where he likes to chop okay so he'll he'll look at something and he's got like a little plastic knife and he goes chop chop chop, but he gets his whole body into it. So he doesn't chop with his arm; he chops with his legs. So like he like squats and like stands up straight to chop. Like he's like really like getting into the chopping. So uh, it, it's pretty funny to watch. He chops the hell out of his Play-Doh. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, where is he chopping? Yeah, but, everything, but, yeah. everything. Yeah. But Play-Doh mostly. Play-Doh mostly. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's right. And Mike, have you ever heard of the the kid's book, uh, Don't Push the Button? Yes, we have Don't Push the Button. Don't Push the Button is fantastic. Does William like it? He does. He loves pushing the button. Okay, because Ben wasn't super interested in it at first, but recently he's come around to sort of those, I'll call them interactive books, you know, where you're supposed to touch the page and whatever. So he's been coming around to it, and he really loves the push the button one now. And and Tiff makes him run around the room, and she like dodges the book around. It's it's not a before bed book. Let's just put it that way. I see, I see. But anyway, so the other day we were in our bedroom, and he was just in his room playing, and all of a sudden we just hear a whole bunch of giggling. You know, he's just like kind of giggling to himself, laughing to himself, and it's like, oh crap! Like, what is he? What has he gotten into? Because it's always a bad sign. I mean, I'm sure you're the same. What power line is he touching? And, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the fork into the the receptacle. We walk in there and he's got that book open and he's pressing the button, <laughs> giggling because <laughs> he's actually able to press it as much as he wants. So I thought that was kind of a cute little a cute little kid story, you know? Yeah, I mean that again. It's a good book and it's a great interactive book that gets your kids up and and doing well i guess in your case he gets him up william just sits there and pushes a button and then shakes the book because that's one another one of the actions right right the book is called for those obviously we talked about don't push the button is the name of the book it is written by and illustrated by bill cotter so that's if you're looking for an interactive book for your little wee one it is don't push the button by bill cotter is the one we were talking about yeah yeah it is good i think it is a series of them because we have two we've got that one and then there's like a christmas time like don't touch the present or something like uh, that. oh Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's it's a fundamentally the exact same book. Do you have to scratch Larry's tummy to put the top of the present back I, on? I or? don't remember exactly, but it's like, don't touch the present. Well, you can, you can look inside and that kind of crap. And, oh. You know, I don't want to spoil the, the, the deep, intricate plot line of this book for somebody who might happen to buy it. You know what, though? The, the funny thing is, is because of that book, I can't hear the name Larry anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because the monster in the book is named Larry. And I say monster, but like, I think Sesame Street monsters, right? Like, yeah. they're f- fuzzy and goofy looking and, and harmless. But the books, the, the monster in the book is named Larry. And 
I just every time I hear the name Larry now, all I hear is Laura reading the book to William with like, my name's Larry, because that's how she <laughs> says it. Like, right, right. So anytime I see Larry, it's just Larry. So it's one of those things that that has been ruined for me forever because of kids. Yeah, the name association. Your your next kid will not be called Larry. We we can hammer <laughs> yeah. that one out for sure. Yeah, and we're gonna tattoo a button to him and <laughs> yeah, all sorts right, of stuff. right around his belly button yeah that's right william is a big fan of actually he's funny enough belly buttons right now he we've gotten him going you know where's your belly button and he'll lift up his shirt and he'll poke it and stuff so he's he's got that down he actually is got a couple words under under his belt now he says kitty Oh, yeah? And he said doggy today to a dog on the street. Ooh, that's exciting. And he says teeth because he likes to brush his teeth. <laughs> so <laughs> those are th- William's three words. But the funny thing is, is I actually, I'm on a tangent. What I was going to say was based on your your interactive book thing, is we do a book called Dinosaur Dance. Yes. And Dinosaur Dance, has, it doesn't, it's not an action-oriented book. It's not like don't dance around or anything like that where you and then you start dancing or something it has this thing where there's a bunch of dinosaurs and it's like the dinosaurs stomp 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 or the dinosaurs go bumpity bump well we've made our own actions for every single one of those things and mike can i guess can i guess where the story is going okay what that he reads the book by himself and when he turns to that page he shakes the book because that's the action that you've taught him well, yeah, yeah that's, that's where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you've told the story. Like, have I done? Have I done it again? You're doing it again, Mike. We okay. We need a counter or something like a sound effect that's like Mike got got. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. He's that's telling right, the story right. again. The same thing. As soon as oh you said the book Dinosaur Dance, it's like, oh my god, no. I Mike, saw the look no, on your face. <laughs> I saw the look on your face and I was like, oh, he knows this book. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We do have that book as well. The Sandra Boynton series yes, of books. Sandra yeah. Boynton. Yeah. I also am a big fan of Blue Hat, Green Hat. Oh, I don't think we have that one. That's we a good one. one. And that one is one he's gotten to where he points to to the actual whatever is happening. And then you, you go green hat if he's pointing at green hat. And if he points at the other one, you say oh, blue okay, hat. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's a new one for you. Yeah. That's where we were really going. This whole story was going. That's right. You were, you were kind of doing a little segue with the dinosaur dance to really lead to this. Exactly. Thing. Dinosaur dance was was segueing into blue hat, green hat. That's that's where we were going all <laughs> along. <laughs> well, very good. Good save, Mike. Good save. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, besides losing my mind and never remembering anything, because every day is exactly the same. <laughs> how, how else is are things going for you? Well, I was going to say, I, I, I am finally getting worn down, Mike. And it's and I don't think it's because of the quarantine, because I I have no problem spending all my time at home and that kind of stuff. That doesn't seem to be bothering me. But uh, I am definitely getting like burned out of parenting. A little bit um because i know you you guys are both at home but for us tiff still works during the day so i'm working from home and then i'm also watching ben for like the full eight hours and that kind of thing and i'm definitely finding that i am having a harder time getting up in the morning and that kind of stuff because it's just 
you know, I mean, William's the same age. Like, they, they have a ton of energy. They got a lot of stuff on the go, but they don't listen to reason or anything like that yet. And trying to still do my work, like I had a call with Microsoft today for like an hour, and I'm pretty sure I killed off about 5,000 brain cells because I just parked him in front of the TV because that was the only way I could get him to stay quiet. And I don't know if you're having the same sort of struggles that I am, but man, it is, it's definitely starting to affect me for sure. I would say so. This weekend was probably a great example of it. I, I did mention on last week's show that William is just, he's just not been happy as of late. Like he's getting more teeth in and he gets upset all the time. Well, take that and then add over the weekend that I was the only person watching him because not because Laura wasn't here, but I mean, Laura was working basically since Friday afternoon till this morning was all all dad parenting all the time kind of a thing right and and basically like laura did work she worked friday in the afternoon in the evening and she worked saturday during the day but even sunday when she was still here it was the the mic show for most of the day and that's because william kicked well no i shouldn't say kicked he stepped on and dug his toes into laura's c-section scar Ooh, damn yes so laura was sitting on the couch with him while he was watching tv and that's the thing now is like he can't just i i don't know if this is something that because we've I, we've let i feel like we've let william watch a little more tv than you've let ben watch tv mm-hmm. so i feel like this is something that you're gonna have to deal with in the in the not too distant future and that is that there comes a point of diminishing returns where he won't just sit and peacefully watch the TV. He will now try to partake and join in or climb around and jump on things and all sorts of stuff. So he's, William is doing that quite a bit and he climb, he was climbing on over Laura and he put his, and, and William is still not the sturdiest walker. So we put shoes on him so he can keep his balance. Right. So, he took his shoe and he jammed it right into the corner of Laura's C-section scar and then dug his toes in kind of a thing. Oof, damn. So Laura was very tender over the weekend. And so she asked if I could, you know, step up and do the, the main parenting for, for the weekend. And then, and that was fine. And I, I, I didn't mind doing that. And then today, of course, she's all like, you know what? I think I'm feeling better. And that's good because she had to watch him in this morning, like this morning, because that's how we watch him during the day is she watches him in the morning. I watch him in the evening and we both do flip flop work time. Yeah. He need her in the C-section scar again. <laughs> so we're right back to where we started. So we'll see how tomorrow goes because tomorrow we is a regular work day. So I'm curious because, because Laura can't like, she's not able to really bend over and especially not pick him up. Which is just, you know, which is great because on Saturday, pushing the stroller, I tweaked my back. Right. And I've kind of been like, well, you know, my back hurts, but I didn't have major invasive surgery and someone then stepped on it. You know, yeah, like, you're, sort of, you're, you're like the lesser of two evils. Yeah. So, thing, you know, yeah. I've just kind of been like, okay, I'll take some Tylenol and just kind of move on with my day. And, and I find that the Tylenol is doing absolutely nothing for me. Like I know we're not supposed to take the amitacinifin or whatever it is because that's supposed to be bad for coronavirus stuff. Like, oh, you know, they, I, they debunked that. Now. Did they debunk yeah, it? Yeah. That's not real anymore. Oh my God. I'll be right back. I'm going to get some muscle relaxants because <laughs> my back is killing me. 
but yeah, no. So I, I've just been doing the Tylenol and the uh, yeah, good to know because I'm gonna go do yeah, that go later. Get that a leave, man. <laughs> but yeah, so the I've just kind of the Tylenol hasn't been doing it for me. So my, you know, I'm not feeling better, and then I'm yeah. still lifting him up and pushing him around, and and we went for a really nice walk, which was great. But by the end of the walk, I was just not doing it. You know, like just I was very run down by the end of the walk. I, I try to get him home by six thirty when we're doing for a, going for a walk, just to. To, you know, make sure that he gets in bed at a consistent time kind of yeah, a thing. Because yeah, we do snack right. and then he goes to bed. Well, and he kind of like has like some cool down time and stuff too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I look at my watch and we're like by the harbor front and it's 630 and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're, I, and we're, it's the same route we normally take. It's just that it took me so much longer because I'm not running at top speed kind of a thing. So Right. But yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely know how you feel. And I mean, I, I don't, obviously I don't do it as, as long and as often as you do, but yeah, I had my mini taste of it this weekend. Yeah. It, it's, it's just tough. Like it's got to the point now where I work some weird hours. Like I, I'll work before Tiff leaves and then I'll try to work till like nine 30 and then I'm all bends until he goes down for the nap. And then I try to cram everything in my day into like those, like the most important priority stuff between 12 and two. And then, you know, I wake up, spend a little bit more time with them. And then, yeah, it's just I'm working all over the place. But I still much prefer working from home than I do at the office. But, yeah, I think mentally I could really go for like a weekend, you know, with just not worrying about kids for just just a few minutes would be really good. We're getting to the point now, and I'm sure that you're featuring featuring you're having the same problems. It's just like we're running out of things to do. Oh, yeah. Well, on days when it's rainy or cold, it's it's the worst day like today when it was like 14 degrees was amazing. You go outside for an hour in the morning, hour in the afternoon. Man, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, if it's cold and wet, oh, my God, it's the, it's awful. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you do for two hours with a kid while you're waiting between meals or something? Right. Like today I got so lucky. Yeah. And I stumbled onto this and I'm like. Do I keep this in my back pocket or do I do this all the time now? Because this is the thing. We have this set of, it's not Lego and it's not like, I think it's like Mega Blocks or something. Yeah, the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. We got like a set of not Lego Lego for Christmas because at Christmas we were like, hey, William really likes building Duplos. So can you guys get him Duplos? So somebody was like, here you go. Have the non name brand Duplos kind of a thing. And we're like, all right, well, whatever. He's not really as big a fan of those as he is of the Duplos. Well, today he was wandering around and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this kid? And one of those no-name Duplos was on the kitchen table. And I don't even remember how it ended up on the kitchen table, but it's been sitting there for months. Like these no-name Duplos have been like under his bed because he doesn't really pay attention to them. And today he grabbed the no-name Duplo and I'm, and he's looking at it and I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's see what happens when I bring these blocks out. And I brought these no-name Duplos out, and he was unbelievably satisfied. Like, he was playing for over an hour, I would say, with these blocks. Like, just stacking them up. Like, he would made a big tower, because that's what he was doing. He was just stacking them on top of each other, as, as tall as he could get. You know, like it was taller than he was, you know, plucking these blocks up. And he just sat quietly and played with the blocks for like an hour. And I was just sitting there the whole time like, this is wonderful. 
You know, like, like so, so now my <laughs> yeah. question is, is do I, you know, break out these blocks all the time because it's suddenly exciting and new or do I hide them again and then bring them out later when it's like, oh, it's been a couple of weeks since you've seen these blocks and then have this blissful moment of calm I, where he I just. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what the right answer is for that one there, Mike. Maybe like every other day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we say. got back. We got back from the walk and I got him out of the stroller because here's a funny thing about him being in the stroller that I don't know where he started doing this, like why he started doing this. But when you open up the clips that clip him in the stroller, he slides out, you know, like just like, ooh, you know, like just slides down to the floor, you know, like, right. like he's like you're pouring water down a slope, you know, like just, yeah. <laughs> he just goops out onto the floor and he did that tonight. And then he walked over and started playing with those blocks again. And I'm like, wait, what? He's still all about these blocks. So I don't know. Maybe the blocks get moved into the regular rotation just to keep him happy. Cause apparently they're a big deal all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. He's probably at that age too, right? Where they want to start like, not manipulating things because they've been doing that forever but you know what i mean like they want to start building stuff and seeing how things fit together and yeah i don't know i I know ben really likes his blocks too so it must just be an age thing well he he likes his duplos but i think his big thing when it comes to duplos is like taking them apart like he doesn't really care about putting them together like i'll put a i made this turtle out of the duplos and i'm like look william i made a turtle and he's just like rips it apart i'm like <laughs> i was gonna say is it like taking apart or is it i'm gonna take a running start at this one and just yeah, yeah, it just, just it tears against, it apart yeah, you know like, yeah no he, he took it to pieces and and all that fun stuff so i don't know it's hard to say like again it's like you said with the with the tv you know like do you just drop them in front of it for a bit and and just let them you know veg out for a bit and then you can just relax for yeah well, it's important. Like I said, like when when I do that, it's rush for my laptop and start doing some work and that kind of thing. But like, I, at least with the blocks, is like you're not like melting his brain, you know. <laughs> so at least he's learning something. He'll become an engineer now, you know, or maybe just work for Duplo. Maybe. Well, it's funny because I find that he's starting to be very picky when it comes to his shows. Oh, okay. He has he has a choice in it. Yeah. Yeah, like he, we would put on Pancake. I've told about, I've talked about Pancake Manor before. We like Pancake Manor. It's puppets and singing, and he loves that. But sometimes he doesn't love it. You know, like he's just like, I'm not in the mood for this. And then it's Wiggle time because like Wiggles is always a winner. Like I, I, don't, I can't think of a time that we haven't been able to just throw Wiggles on, and he's been happy. But we've been throwing on a few other things every so often. Laura threw on, was it Blue Planet? One no, one of those nature documentaries. Oh, like Planet Earth or something. Yeah. yeah, like whatever one is on Netflix, the newest one. And she threw on one of those, and the ti- there was a tiger, and that's where he started being like kitty. Like a tiger came out, and he's like kitty, and we were like what? Like he's saying kitty to the big cat, and then like a monkey came out, and he was like kitty, and then like a lemur came out, and was, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kitties. They're all kitties. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So he watched that nature thing and I'm like, okay, like maybe I'll throw something on again. And I threw on, not, I threw the nature thing on again and it was like birds. It was like a bird doing a mating dance and he didn't care. He didn't care at all. So I'm like, okay, well maybe I can do something in the same vein and keep his attention. Throw through on, there is a walking with dinosaurs movie on Netflix. Okay. And he likes dinosaurs. He likes, he's got dinosaur dance, which I don't know if you know, he does these actions too. <laughs> 
there's another book that we have that's called Roar. It's a picture book about dinosaurs. We, we have multiple things. I mean, it's me. My favorite movie of all time is Jurassic Park. This kid has seen dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll show him this and he'll see, and see what happens. Like, see if he was like, oh, this is dinosaurs. I know dinosaurs. Didn't care. Didn't care about it at all. He walked away and started playing with toys. And I was like, huh. Maybe I should keep that in my back pocket as a thing. Because every so often he'll walk over and he'll grab the remotes because he wants to watch TV. Like, that's the thing. He figured out what the he figured out the remotes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Ben does the same thing. Yeah. So he'll grab the remote because he's like, it's TV time. And then I'm like, well, now I'll just put on Walking with Dinosaurs. And he'll be like, I'm done. And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. I don't want this crap. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's it's interesting trying to find something to do with them, and mm-hmm. but I, yeah, you can definitely get burnt out, and and it's hard to to just find because I mean, right now I, I was talking to to Laura about this too, like I want to take time off from work to, to but the difference between taking off time right now because Laura's trying the the same problem too is taking time off from work isn't getting time to yourself it's just volunteering to be the full-time kid watcher yeah, yeah for the day. i was literally going to say the same thing is all of a sudden your your job is just full-time babysitter or full-time parent, not part-time parent yeah instead of instead of splitting the chores it's like oh well now you can do this and i'll go here kind of a thing and it's just like yeah like i would just love for a day just to be here and relax. Like, even if I'm not playing video games or whatever, just to not take care of a kid for one day. And I'm, I'm no Laura's problem. Laura's in the same boat, I'm sure, as well, especially if he keeps kicking her in her C section scars. <laughs> you have to ask Tiff if she gets kicked in her C section scar. Yeah, I was going to say, Ben, Ben, <laughs> well, you've seen the videos. He'll, he'll dive bomb on us all the time. So I'm sure she must have gotten close but i'll ask her after the after the show ask her if it's tender because that's what laura says it's, it feels very tender yeah i was gonna say yeah and ben he's been doing this thing i i think i said it on the show if i didn't i threw out my back literally the first week of quarantine right and it's it's since recovered and stuff but i i you know a lot of people are going to go to they get their haircut as soon as the quarantine's lifted i'm going to the chiropractor <laughs> get my back cracked <laughs> so anyway my shoulder's been bothering me because it pops me out of alignment and puts stress on my shoulder, blah, 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 blah. But it's been really sore. And it's like, I can't figure out why. Like, it's a different kind of pain that, than like sort of the back alignment pain. And it's because Ben rests his mouth on my shoulder. Like, he's not biting me, but he like rests his teeth on my shoulder and the teeth are digging into my shoulder. And that's why it's hurting. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I never would have put it together. But then I kind of like looked at him doing it to Tiff. And I was like, well, wait a second. What the hell's this? No wonder I'm, I'm in pain all the time. The description you just gave to me and then followed up with, but he's not biting me. Yeah. Still sounds like biting to me. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's not, not like biting chomping. with force. He's not chomping. He's just like got his mouth like resting on your shoulder. It's It's weird. It's definitely a weird. It's like when you're like biting into something that you know is hot. It's just very like, ah, you don't just chow into it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So your shoulder is hot pizza. I wish it was hot pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no more shoulder for Chris. <laughs> well, I've had enough of talking about these damn kids, Mike. Well, you know what? I, I always find something that helps me relax is video games. And we talked 
last week about how Google Stadia, we've been talking about Google Stadia for months, if I feel like. And it's it's always bad news, and neither of us ever really wanted to take the plunge. And right now, Google Stadia Pro is free for two months, and you get like nine free games with it and everything. So we said on last week's episode, why not take the plunge? Now's the time. It's free. And neither of us could be arsed to do it. <laughs> that is correct. That is exactly how I felt. Like this morning I woke up and I was like, well, maybe I'll squeeze in like 30 minutes during lunch just to say I played it. But I messaged you. I was like, maybe Mike didn't even do it. And sure enough, Mike, you pulled through for me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. And the funny thing was, is after the podcast ended last week, because we talked about it, and you can attest, because we were doing post-show just chatting and stuff, I started signing up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to play this right now. So what's the point in signing up right now? So I stopped signing up. So I don't have an account. I don't have one signed up and ready to go. And then I just never went back. I like, I just should have done it. I just, there's just no game that I really want to play out of those free games. And I'll be, I am not spending money on this thing that I'm going to stop doing. I, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners, but you are not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I looked at it in a different way. <laughs> I looked at it in the sense of, I only have finite time to do things. Yeah. Why would I do something that I don't want to do? You know, I want to spend my time doing things I want to do. So in in that sense, I actually, I played Assassin's Creed and I beat it. I beat Assassin's oh, Creed Odyssey. Finally. Yes. Finally. So I'm, it, it took me like 130 hours Jesus. to beat the game. I still have like four DLC packs to beat in it. Actually, that's not true. I did beat one. So I have three more DLC packs to beat. One I've almost beaten, and then there's the two more. I still have to go to Hell and Atlantis, I think, are the other two ones that I... I'm in heaven right now. Or as it's known, Elysium, because it's Greece, right? So right, Elysium yeah. and Hades, not heaven and hell. But yes, so I'm I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have another 20 hours between the three DLC packs in it. But yes, no, I, I finally finished it. I... I I'm really enjoying the game. Like, I still, obviously, I'm still... Yeah, you must be enjoying it, Mike. I put 130-odd hours, right? Yeah. So I am enjoying Assassin's Creed still. But yes, beat the main story. I will say, if you're like me, and you bought the fancy gold edition, because that's what I did, is I bought the fancy gold edition that comes with all the, the DLC, my suggestion would be, don't play the DLC until you finish the story. Oh, is there some spoilers in there? Not really, but it did things that I really didn't like. And there's literally no crossover between the the DLC and the main story. Okay. So, okay, let me put it this way. I, I'm going to go as mild spoilers as I can for any of this stuff. So, the main story, you are a, a mercenary and you're hunting a cult that influences Greece and is trying to destroy your family because you have like important people in your family. That's the main storyline. Like your family is broken up. Like you throughout the game, you talk to your father, your mother, all these people and everyone's all estranged and stuff. The DLC happens. And in the DLC, some stuff happens. And I would say it's really important to your life. 
but you never reference it to anyone else in any other part of the game. It only is ever referenced to the DLC characters that like if you do a DLC mission, cause they're all marked separately, like DLC missions appear orange on your map and regular missions appear white. If you do a DLC mission, these other characters and this other lifestyle that's happening, that stuff all gets mentioned there. But in the other quests, none of this is ever mentioned. So like, I'll, I'll give this one tiny spoiler. There's three DLC packs that that is this storyline and this is a tiny part of it you basically retire from being a mercenary okay but at the same time you're still off having mercenary adventures right like you're like yep i I, i'm done with this life now i'm gonna go over there and kill people for money like like (laughs) (laughs) it's a casual hobby at that point yeah, yeah that's literally what happens so my suggestion would be because the the dlc stuff doesn't make a lot of sense without not that it doesn't make sense it it doesn't to me it was just like this should have happened after this kind of a thing and it and there's also like a weird quest as well like there's a side quest in that game that's entirely optional and if you don't do it there's a major part of the game that is left out and i watched it happen and i and laura was watching or she was playing animal crossing on the couch next to me so she saw it happen and i turned to her because i play with headphones and she's like what just happened and i'm like that should have been the ending of the game and she's like really and i'm like i just explained what happened she's like yeah i feel like that should have been the ending of the game like (laughs) with what happened like it was and this is a side quest if you don't do it it never is referred to like it's not part of the main quest and it's like that was so important why is it delegated to a side thing and then again you go into the dlc and it doesn't mention it at all and then even crazier i'm doing the new dlc where i go to elysium to heaven right and there's literally a scene where they're like hey if you do a favor because the whole thing is about like overthrowing persephone because that's the only way you can get into hades so like you're trying to get into hades but persephone is the only person that can let you in and she's like no i'm not gonna let you in so you have to overthrow persephone to get into hades and there's a moment where you're talking to persephone and she's like if you do something for me i will bring back x character from the main game that died or this character from the main game that died and these people that they're throwing out names are important to you and i'm obviously not going into spoilers on who they are or anything like that it's an assassin's creed game a lot of people will die yeah you know like i i I didn't narrow it down the game is called assassin right (laughs) yeah yeah but but two people from the plot that you could say are important she gives you the choice well one of these people is well you can bring one of them back at the same time there's a character from the DLC that one would think is even more important than any of the characters that they give you the option. And that character is not mentioned. Like the DLC stuff is contained in its own thing and it's never mentioned anywhere else. And it's just like, why, why (laughs) that doesn't make (laughs) the, the whole thing is all about weird choices and stuff and stuff that you do affects, you know, like if you go and you kill, you know, there's, there's a guy that's like a, criminal if you kill the guy the criminal and you kill him before somebody asks you to kill him then that person will be like can you kill this guy and you'll be like oh i've already killed him and it'll be like oh great 
you know, like that kind of thing. Like the game knows that you've made all of these choices over and over and over again. But then you do this bit and there's like, nope, nope, none of these choices mattered. As far as, <laughs> as far as that, as far as this character is concerned, what happened over here could have happened on the moon, you know, like. Right, right. It, it's, it's weird. But I, again, I really enjoyed the game. Just if I were to give you advice and you were playing it and you had access to the entire thing, all six DLC packs and the main story, beat the main story. Don't do any DLC until you're done. Right. Yeah. All right. Sound advice, Mike. Sound advice. There's a really long-winded way to get to that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The moral of the story, one bullet point there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Done. <laughs> Don't swallow the lead or whatever it is. That's right. But But yeah, so soon I will eventually be finished assassin's creed and then i can possibly head on to doom possibly but, yes i would hope yes. so mike <laughs> we'll see we'll see <laughs> maybe i'll be playing stadia who knows yeah, yeah. but there is another game mike that yes. we're both interested in and it finally has a release date now yes we actually talked about this recently it was the last of us was delayed indefinitely due to coronavirus things well that's that's right and as of today, that has an, it does have a new release date and it is June 19th, which is actually a lot sooner than I was expecting them to say when they were like, it's indefinite. I, I was expecting like the end of the year, like September or October or something. I was going to say, I was going to expect the same thing. I was going to think September-ish, you know, I think by then a lot of, you know, the coronavirus stuff, it's not gone, but you know, the edge is taken off now and it becomes just this thing we live with. But uh yeah, so June, June, Mike. Yeah. Just in time for your birthday. Yes, this is true. Like, well, not just in time. Your birthday is like a month away. But <laughs> it's true. It's, There's another game that they moved. They actually moved the release date. I think they moved. I think they moved Last of Us into Ghost of Tsushima's release date. And then Ghost of Tsushima is now moved into July. Yeah. Which is like two days before my birthday. So that could be my birthday game. Actually, I, I we, it's weirdly, I don't really have any interest in Ghost of Tsushima. So let's not talk about that. We're talking about just Last of Us. Stick with the one. Just stick with the one. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that was actually announced like a couple hours ago. So that worked out really well for us that we had something to That's talk right. about. That's right. This there. is breaking news, people. Breaking right. news. And also today, other breaking news, Last of Us got leaked. Which is amazing to me that it's gotten leaked. Well, what I what I was reading was the person who did it is a disgruntled former employee who is angry about a pay dispute. Oh, well, they're going to lose a awful lot of that pay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you are not going to get that money now. No, you'll probably have to pay a little extra, I suspect. And I also assume that you've also probably just ended your career. Like, yes, no right. studio is going to pick you up now. That's yeah. crazy. That's like the ultimate bridge burning right there. Yeah. Who knows? Depending on, the, as it was said, it was a former employee. Maybe that person had already decided, I'm never working in this industry again. Yeah, could be. Do you know how in-depth the spoilers are? I, I, I have not searched the term because I am not interested in, in finding I know. It. I know. I've, I've put up every blocker that I can possibly put up. I did see that someone I follow on Twitter, they posted, hey, everybody, watch out. There's spoilers. And somebody said that they read them and they were not happy. They didn't like what it said. Like, not like, like oh, I'm sad that I read the spoilers. They were like, I'm sad that I read what the spoilers were. 
Oh. Like, I don't like what, what the plot don't, is. Don't like the storyline. Interesting. Yeah. Well, of course, but it, I feel like this is this day and age where no one is happy about any storyline choice of anything. Movies, games, whatever. A lot of people think that The Last of Us is the greatest game of all time. How do you make a sequel to it and have everyone be happy? You don't. No, you don't. No. So, yeah, no, everyone's not going to be pleased. I have no idea what the spoilers are. I hope to keep it that way as much as possible. Yeah. I almost made a mistake. I almost made a mistake. I've gone on Twitter and I've added to my muted words, Last of Us, Last of Us Part 2, Last of Us Part 2 with a number instead of lines, like instead of like right, Roman right. numerals. I've added Joel and I've added Ellie. So I really hope no one named Joel or Ellie has anything important to say <laughs> in the next <laughs> couple of months. Yeah. Because I'm not going to see it. I've done the same thing with spoiler blockers as well. I said naughty dog is, is a word that I don't want to, to spoil or to, to see as well. But what I didn't think of is I follow the director of the game on Twitter and he retweeted the naughty dog post where they were like, we're really sorry that the spoilers got out there. If you can avoid them, please avoid them. It was in an image. So right. none of the words that were being oh, caught were, yes, were caught, yeah. but it didn't say what the spoilers were. It just said, hey, please try to make sure that you avoid spoilers. We're sorry this happened. And the director was like, I'm really sorry for our fans that this had to happen kind of a thing. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, no, he doesn't say any, any of the words like that, that I have getting blocked. So there's no way that that would have had this one blocked. And I was going to click on it. To see if people were like, yeah, sorry, you know, like we feel bad for you or something like that. And I'm like, no, I already know people are unhappy with the ending or or whatever was spoiled. I don't know how much of I don't know if it's the ending. I don't know if it's like midway through Uh, or if it's the whole thing. Yeah, no one knows. But all I can think of is if people are not happy with it, then the number one comment reply to that will be, why did you do such and such? You know? Yeah. And. So I was just like, nope, I, uh, this is as good as I got. Like, I'm going to leave it here. I'm lucky. I'm not going to like, it's going to be a long time till June. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I bet you won't put that game on the back burner. Like you did Doom, Mike. <sighs> Nobody's spoiling Doom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was reading a Reddit post today and fortunately one of the moderators tagged in it that, Hey, somebody is, you know, going to all these Last of Us posts and stuff and actually putting all the spoilers in. So, you know, fortunately some people are out there doing, uh, some good stuff for us. But. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to stay away. Like I'm actually going to stop looking at Reddit comments for a little while because that seems to be where I get spoiled on everything. It's always Reddit comments. Yeah, and it's always just buried in something, right? It's not right at the top post or anything. Yeah, like I was reading, I forget, it was Last Jedi. I got spoiled on because I was reading an article about, I think it was the U.S. election or something like that. I I was like, holy shit, what? I got to look at this, what people are saying about this election thing. And it was like massive spoilers for Luke and the, or, you know, like what happened in the Last Jedi in the title. And I'm like, um... What the shit, you know? Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't win, Mike. You no, just can't win. Definitely you cannot. So I I am going to do my best to make it to June 19th without being spoiled. I I feel like that is not going to be happening, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Chances are 
not going to play any stadium. <laughs> we'll see. But we might. But we, we might. might not. Yeah. We might. You'll have to just tune in next time to find out if that's the case. But for now, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us to let us know any helpful tips, or to even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. That sounded forced. Which part? The soon. It's not natural anymore because I'm... I thought you meant our friendship, Mike. You're getting a little, a little heavy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. These are dark times. These All are I dark have times, are dark thoughts. Right. <laughs>